Hello, this is Adrian Savino, and you're listening to Circulated. On this episode, we are joined by Scott Durkin. Scott is the president and CEO of Douglas Elliman and has been a leader in the industry for nearly three decades. He is a driving force behind the globally recognized brokerages ranking as one of the largest independent residential real estate firms in the United States. From the outset, Scott has helped oversee expansion efforts in New York, Florida, California, Massachusetts, and Texas, and has restructured operations in Westchester, Connecticut, and the Hamptons. He has also led the development of a more streamlined and strategic operations team, bringing together top-tier talent across a range of disciplines, including public relations, marketing, and technology. Previously, Scott enjoyed a 26-year tenure at the Corcoran Group, where he was a protege of Barbara Corcoran. He quickly earned a number of esteemed titles, including Chief Operating Officer and Senior Managing Director of the Chelsea Flatiron Office, which ranked among the company's top 10 locations nationwide during his 11 years of leadership. Scott, welcome. Thank you for having me. Good to see you. Of course. Thanks for taking the time. Um, so let's just jump right in. If you want to give us kind of a background, that was kind of a, a brief uh, overview, but a background on kind of how you got to where you are and, and how you uh, kind of assume the, the reins as, as president and CEO of Douglas Elliman. Well, you know, it, it, we go back quite a few years, but um, when I started selling real estate, I started at a very small managing agent in the city called A.J. Clark. And within a few months, I was recruited by the Corcoran Group, who I'd never really heard of yet. Um, and I never even knew who Barbara Corcoran was. And so that was the beginning of what I say was were, were the uh, most formative years of me learning the business and also having a mentor like Barbara, because she immediately took me under her wing. And um, I was able to be the guy behind the lady, you know, and uh, she shared her office with me. I was at the company for 26 and a half years. We went through uh, being sold to, uh, at the time it was Sendant, NRT, and then Realogy, and now it's called Anywhere. And uh, so I had a great career there with Barbara. And um, that led me to Douglas Elliman. And, and the, the most important piece of that was that I was an agent and I was selling residential real estate in the city. So I've been in the boots of all of my agents and brokers, because in the early 90s, if you think we have a quieter market in any year since then, uh, there were four times the amount of listings for sale and no one was in a hurry. Yeah, and how do you see that kind of affecting or, or changing the market now? Are you seeing people, I guess, quicker to kind of uh, transact? Well, I think, uh, you know, we had a little bit of a, a coma in the last nine months that we're coming out of. Uh, May was extremely strong for us. That was uh, almost double from previous months. And I think uh, our market did not drop or the, the home values didn't drop. What really happened was it was, a, it was twofold. It was the, the feds and the rates, but most importantly, it was the lack of inventory. And uh, now we're seeing more inventory come onto the market. We're seeing some of the adjustable mortgage rates uh, get below 5%. And I think, you know, we're seeing uh, the log jam start to move and we're super excited about it. Yeah, it's great to see that things are moving along. Um, so just taking a step back, I uh, wanted to talk about, you know, you've, you've kind of assumed the, the, the reins again. Um, how does Element kind of go about attracting and retaining top talent? Uh, you guys are ranked uh, number one in New York uh, with just over 4,200 agents. Uh, and you were sandwiched between Corcoran and Compass at number two with close transactions at 6.45 billion. Uh, 
talk to us a little bit about, you know, kind of uh, attracting talent and, and, and retaining that talent? I think what we are most proud of at Element is our culture. And uh, we are attracting talent that is truly entrepreneurial in spirit. And we do that so well because collectively our, our leadership and the management of all of our offices, we have all been in, in sales and residential sales, resales, new development, commercial. We really know what they're going through and we know how to grow businesses. There's nothing better than coming to Douglas Elliman and wanting to grow your business and your career and get exposure. We have the most incredible exposure. I'll start with the public relations department. Um, led by Stephen Larkin and a staff of 11 that, that uh, covers the, the nation as well as our relationship with Knight Frank in the international uh, arena. So I think we're most proud of the culture. We make sure that our agents and our offices and our regions uh, can get together and see each other up to three times a year for a lot of the element events. Uh, our new development department uh, is also a uh, very important to us because that in and of itself, we have so many developments in Florida and in California and in New York and in Boston. We get our agents together. We make sure that they're together because that's where the business is done. And especially in a tight market like this, inventory wise, you want all of your agents within your own company to make sure they know who they are and where they are and what they have that that might not be on the market or that might be coming to the market. So our culture is really something that um, it's like going from black and white to technicolor. It's just super uh, hyper-focused and uh, we just know what the agents need and, and they tell us what they need. And we don't treat everyone as, as, an, as just the same agent that's walking through the door. Each agent, each team has their own distinct personality. And I think that survives and thrives really well at Douglas Elliman. Yeah, and, and in terms of like not defending, but like looking at um, keeping talent uh, with, you know, how kind of Compass goes about uh, poaching or, or looking at, you know, uh, acquiring, you know, top tier talent or, or side, for example, I know, you know, Tal, Tal and Oren uh, Alexander uh, opted to kind of migrate to to a, uh, a platform that allowed them to kind of be the, the face and name. You know, you see Sirhan breaking off from, uh, and breaking breaking off and making his own uh, company from Nest Seekers. Like, how how do you guys kind of, uh, I guess, keep talent there and make sure that they're uh, utilizing like uh, Douglas Elliman's name and and some of the technology that you guys kind of promote uh, to agents? Sure, I think it's important that um, you need to be ready for some that kind of commitment if you're thinking of being on your own. And great salespeople love recognition. When you leave a big mothership that really knows how to recognize and uh, brag and, and, and grow your business as a company and as a brand, when you go out there on your own, you go through the, the door of your office and you're the only one there. Uh, so if you're, which is fine, and that, that is a trend uh, for some people, I think it's, uh, it's hard to maintain that because all of a sudden you have to deal with every everything that it takes to run a company, whether it's legal, public relations, marketing, advertising, it's a very heavy lift. And I know what agents love to do. Agents love to be out there in the spotlight. That's what they do best. 
they don't do the back end and the back of the house, as we call it, things well, because they shouldn't. They're much more important to us and to their business being out on the front lines. So it's a lot to manage. And I think uh, not being around your colleagues and your peers to celebrate and also to commiserate uh, and to come home to a great group of people and having events and all that, you are out there solo now. And I think that's really hard. Uh, someone whose name is on the door uh, and still selling and competing with their own company, uh, that's a hard too because you've got a lot of, of mouths to feed once you leave your big company and your big brand. So it, it's it's not that easy and it's not that glamorous. I think many people just fall off the radar when they do that. And um, I think a lot of this guerrilla recruiting that's been done, a lot of those people you don't read about anymore because a lot of these newer companies don't have what we have in terms of having such a great public relations uh, vehicle and engine. And um, you see it, you just don't read about them anymore. So I think um, it's, it's, a, it's a big tough one for, for, for them, for any of them that do that. And, and oftentimes we see them come back. Yeah, it's interesting, the boomerang effect that, you know, a lot of agents will go and come back and, and realize what they, you know, what they've lost or, or, or don't have uh, at, at the other agencies once they've kind of set their feet. Um, that's, you know, kind of a interesting slash unfortunate trend, depending on what side of the uh, equation you're on. Um, so talking about the machine uh, of Element, what kind of, you know, uh, U.S. markets and uh, are you guys currently in outside of New York? And, and how do you guys kind of typically target expansion and what are some things that you typically look for um, to kind of uh, justify the expansions? Well, we, we presently have 120 offices nationwide, uh, California, Colorado, Texas, New Jersey, New York, Connecticut, Massachusetts, um, Washington, DC, Florida. Uh, so we have, we have a lot of the luxury markets in the United States. What we look at when we're looking for another, uh, growth piece of the companies. We look for where those luxury buyers are buying and where that, what market are they feeding into? Is it Aspen feeding into Palm Beach? Is it Houston feeding into Naples? And you know, you, you really look at where they're coming from and where their second, third or fourth home is. And then we decide where will we will expand next. It's super important to us to, to to keep our um, our client and customer base uh, at the same level that we we have always been. We've always been a luxury brand. Our our national average sale price is one million six fifty, and so for us, we're just not going to open up and put a shingle anywhere. We're, last year it was Nantucket, uh, and it's Martha's Vineyard. It could be Newport, Rhode Island. It could be Chicago. It could be. Um, other luxury markets that feed into the markets we already have, because we like to be able to transact with them and be their real estate advisor uh, in, in all of the markets they may have homes in. So for us, it's it's very measured, and um, it's something that uh, we just don't do it. And, and there's some states we'll never be in. We just don't. There's not enough there for us, and, and the average price doesn't match uh, in what we're um, selling in our other markets. 
Yeah, and what's great about, I guess, New Yorkers is that they're, you know, to your point, in all of those markets, and you can kind of follow them and the agents who are giving you insights as as they, you know, expand into different markets in the, in the country. You know, trends like New York going to Miami, for example, or to your point, maybe Northeast, Newport, um, parts of Nantucket, or even across the country into Austin, you know, parts of the, of the Sun Belt. Um, Austin, Dallas, Houston, we, we're in all three of those. We just, and it, you know what I left out, which is so new because I, it's not in my head yet as part of our new crumb line, is Las Vegas. Oh, wow. Uh, an enormous luxury market for us. And we're super excited. We have now, in just a few months, we have two offices and 75 agents. And some of those are, are major agents. Yeah, I think as they build their their uh, sports uh, teams out there, there will be more and more attraction, you know, outside of just the nightlife and, and uh, you know, events uh, that it currently kind of attracts. Um, there, there will be more. Um, and speaking to Miami, you know, they just, uh, their new club uh, just signed Lionel Messi to to play. So it'll be interesting yes. to see how um, people require, you know, homes down there or if that, you know, kind of feeds the, um, you know, vacation rental um, timeshare, et cetera, um, what that ad- ends up kind of uh, spur- spurring. Yeah, Miami's turned into uh, an all of Florida. Palm Beach for us is we're in a, we have an enormous operation there as well as, as in Miami and Boca and Delray and Jupiter and, and Vero Beach and up to um, St. Petersburg and Sarasota and Naples and Florida for us is is it's just it's a flip of New York or, or the whole eastern seaboard of people uh, buying there and wanting to have something there during the pandemic obviously they they went in droves but what was very interesting they didn't sell what they had up here so multiple ownership of homes became really prevalent once uh, we the dust cleared from the, the pandemic. And uh, we have so many new developments in Florida right now. It's We've never seen anything like it. It's, it's really a hot market and uh, we're super excited about it. And uh, like you said, it it's a new playground. Not that we need another one outside of New York, but it definitely is a, a playground's a... I know, but it's nice to have. I mean, I, even I went, I, even I bought, sure. my husband and I bought something in Florida. So outside of the expansion, um, Element, how do you guys keep in kind of a precarious market, uh, your agents engaged? You know, there's kind of low inventory. Um, demand is relatively high. Interest rates are continuing to climb. Um, how, how do you kind of keep them engaged with, you know, your resources and services that you provide? Um, how are you kind of keeping them focused and, and uh, you know, targeted on, uh, you know, new client acquisition on, on the sales side? What do you guys typically do? Are you guys doing like roundtable discussions, kind of like speak, speaker engagements? Are you, you know, just kind of hiring them and assuming that they're going to be, um, you know, self-started motivators as they go? Or do you guys kind of, when there are issues in, in the marketplace and things are not as clear cut, do you, do you kind of uh, go back to the drawing board in that regard? Well, one of the things that we realized and we know is happening, the playbook has changed. The phone doesn't ring anymore. We don't even have desk phones. We just remove them from all of our offices. Uh, it's unnecessary. People people need to reach you. They're going to text you. They're not calling. You don't need a, a desk phone. But what the playbook has changed in a way that uh, it's not 
you just don't know. They're just, the listings are just not there like they used to be. And I'm not saying it was easy to get them, but there was a, a, a clear path on how to get them. But now it's, it's really important for the agent to be um, campaigning their brand within our brand across several markets. Our most successful agents and teams have three to five licenses in other states. So they, they know where the business needs to be for their client because their client will say, Hey, you know, I, I have an, a loft in Tribeca, but I need, I need a, a home in Miami. So, but I want you to find it for me. That's how it is now. We're, we're advisors to, you know, family offices and, and ultra high net worth individuals. So we're, we're really uh, encouraging the agents to get out there and be within those circles. And that's important because uh, if you're not, out there every night and in your your home and you you're watching you know you're you're uh, you're binging on your reality shows it's going to be very hard for you to make a living in this business it just doesn't happen that way and i'm not saying it happened that way before but there was a certain way that it did happen and there was a certain way on on how to build the business it's much different now and and you can see i know we can all see from the, the tv shows have made in huge stars and we have mo more of those television stars than any other firm and they all have have grown their businesses to such heights that um you know we know that that was one of the reasons that that catapulted them uh into that that stratosphere of being a super super agent like the Evan gomes and the altmans and tracy tudor and noble black and lauren muss and I'm, I'm naming everyone. Now I have to go Holly Parker, Josh Rubin. You know, it's a whole Not a bad list. list to have. Steve Cohen. Now I'm going to get, you're right, you're right. Um, and Dina Goldenter in, in Florida uh, is, is in, you know, and Florida Salatrice. So we're all like, we're, we're um, you have to be present with your agents, even leadership. You can't, you just can't run it from a perch. You have to be down in the trenches, boots on the ground, all of the management and element is required to do that. Uh, so we just knew that something was coming, something was changing, and uh, you just have to be prepared for that. You really have to go, it's like looking for truffles right now, you know, to find property. And the really aggressive agent knows how to do that. And people thrive in this kind of market. You may think, oh, this must be a tough market. It's a tough market for people that don't know how to navigate it but they're ones that know how to find the truffles. They're doing super well. And you go after something that's not there, but you know how to find it. You can't just turn on your computer and, and check the updates right. on all the new listings. You have to go door knocking, but I mean, you really don't, but you, you have to find a way to get people to sell. And um, also in this kind of market, you have to find, you have to change the way you deal with buyers because I would encourage my buyers right now, you, hey, make an offer. You know, the, 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 the third party sort of press right now is that our markets is weak. It's not, it's super strong, but some of the sellers may, you never know what's going on with the seller right now. Yeah, I think it's and important to get to both sides to engage. So great, yeah, uh, you just can't just wait for the yeah. buyer to make a decision.
uh, not, and you can't force them to buy anything either, but you can, it's an opportunity for, for all right now. And I think you just have to, I'm going to have to steal searching that. for truffles if that's okay with you. Um, you that mentioned something fine. else uh, fairly important and that kind of transitions into the next point, but you, you mentioned text and, and mobile first and, you know, that kind of lends itself to instant gratification from a consumer perspective. Um, social media also kind of plays into that, you know, uh, I guess consumer behavior and how they're finding and engaging with like new listings. Um, and it used to be just with rentals and now it's in, you know, the, the middle tier pricing and now it's all the way up to, you know, via... Uh, companies like Sirhan, um and and Element and others, um, you know, to the higher end uh, of the spectrum in terms of price and quality and 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 markets. So talk a little bit about how Element incorporates social media. You know, we talk offline about Ad Pro, so maybe just talk a little bit about how you guys are prioritizing that and and making that kind of a um, a focal point for you know at at a company level and at a agent level. Yeah. What I'm really super proud of is, is our social postings from all of our agents. I, I've never seen a company with so many agents posting and they, they really are pretty amazing in all of our markets. Uh, so we get an enormous coverage and, and we provide a lot of those through, uh, you know, Stephanie Garbarini, our CMO and Stephen Larkin, they, they team up and we provide assets on a weekly basis of all of our, our our reports that Jonathan Miller from Miller Samuel that provides will that provides to us we also uh, give them you know their rankings which is important as I said before agents love recognition if if you're a company if you're at a company that's not sort of recognizing you for your achievements well how am I how is that supposed to be my adrenaline and that's my secret sauce to get me out on the street selling listings. So we, we provide all of that for the social media postings and it's enormous for us. We also are part of Meltwater, which is a um, nationwide tracker of paid media, earned media, uh, all of our hits, the hits we get in the paper, tell everything. And we have them monitor us in all of our markets that we compete in. And we are clearly number one and I'm saying five, 10, 20 times more than any other firm. And it's not about Douglas Elliman. It, it's not because we're a public company or we may have reported earnings or we may have, you know, something as it, re, as it pertains to Wall Street. This is all agent earned and are from our listings and our bank of listings. So we get more hits and, and stories than any other company in the world. And so we're super proud of that. It's a third party company. We have nothing to do with it. We, and we, we spit that out every quarter and, and it's really incredible how we lead that. So uh, social media is super important. It reminds me of the days when we were building the Corcoran Group and Barbara uh, really didn't have any money yet. And she always would say, if the press calls, don't, don't, don't put them on hold and don't say you'll call them back. Keep them on the line. This stuff is free. For much of, of, of what we do out there, social media, it is free. And that's important because you can reach so many people. And if you don't have a lot of money, it's okay because 
if it's something that's very interesting and and timely, uh, you'll get you'll get hits on it and you'll you'll get some exposure. But we have an entire bank of of training and uh, we have a full time training department that uh, is really incredible and you can really learn how to do all of this and all of the programs that we provide the software and the technology that helps our agents run the biz their own businesses is is within a, a thing we call my douglas it's a intranet it's a it's uh something they can access a crm for or uh, ad pro or rechat or resource and there's so much in there we didn't uh build any of it because we we would never have done that but we have the best in the industry that you can find of all of these software uh, programs that help the agents uh, run their businesses and help them obviously grow them into bigger and better without having to have bodies. It's, it's really incredible what's out there that will help them keep their businesses fresh and timely. And uh, they won't drop something that they they should have right. done because they didn't yeah i mean suite of services and and over overall you know kind of features and resources for the agents will continue to you know uh you know be super valuable and, and will help to our first point you know attract and retain talent um so as a, just a, a a quick sign off any any kind of overarching trends we can talk you know luxury rental uh entry-level home home buyer in in new york uh, any any kind of trends that you're seeing internally or or you know at at the at the market as a whole there's a, a trend right now where where we're just i i never thought we would have a 10 million dollar and higher segment of the market that was so strong and it's incredible how many 10 million dollar listings we're selling and how many buyers are looking for that of course if you're looking in the areas that you, you can't be on the water in, in Miami for $10 million, but there are, um, uh, the, the prices have gone up in terms of what people are looking for uh, higher than I ever thought they would. The good thing is, is that that end of the market is so healthy right now. Uh, I, re I ran into an agent yesterday and, and she said, oh, she sort of like, went, oh, I have this $20 million buyer and we can't find anything. Now, and she was she wasn't being dramatic. She was right. You can't, you know. Um, and the good thing is the first time buyers back as well. We we deal with the first time buyer. They're important to us. The studio and one bedroom. So when you have both of those ends, sort of, so you know that the market is is healthy, and you know that uh, there's a lot in the middle, uh, the four to six million dollar uh, price point. So I think people are loving new. And that's what we're seeing. And it's very hard in New York, as you know, uh, a lot of what you, we sell is not renovated yet, and it could be in a co-op. And, it, and it's something that people are shying away from because they don't want to do any work. They want, and I, I'm stealing someone else's uh, fray, uh, tagline here, but they want the bow on the box. You know, they want something brand new and it hasn't been lived in yet. Um, and thankfully, through Susan DeFrança and, and DEDM of a development piece, um, we have a lot of that to sell. But we're finding that people want fresh, new. They want uh, a, a lifestyle that 
is really very close to them. For instance, I was I spent um, I was with uh, Holly Parker uh, recently at her home at, thir- at at Hudson Yards, and I arrived early and I did the whole tour on my own as if I lived there, and I really loved it. I mean, and I live around the corner in London Terrace, but Hudson Yards is a lifestyle that I think was ahead of its time and now it's coming into its time and I think it's really phenomenal. So I think people people want something that's really, um, I, I guess for lack of a better, really sexy and 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 really uh, that checks all the boxes yeah. of how they a run. A new development does that. You guys are a leader in that and, um, you know, we'll continue to be. So uh, appreciate you taking the time again. It's been great. We'll talk soon. Thanks. Bye. Take care.